There's great news for you today, my friend. God has a family, and this heavenly Father of ours wants each of us to be a part of that family by being adopted as a son or a daughter. He came to earth as Jesus Christ to open up that pathway for each of us, and we have an opportunity today to take on the family name, the saving name, the only name that all of heaven and earth are named after, and it's the wonderful name of Jesus. It happens in baptism. Paul said when we're baptized into Christ, we put on Christ. Don't you want to wear the family name today? Welcome to the family. And thank you for joining us at Arlington United. If I say family, many things may come to your mind. It probably depends on how you grew up. And some of us didn't have an ideal experience. In fact, if we're honest, none of us had an ideal experience. This is a fallen world. And sometimes fallen people lead to broken relationships through actions. But there's one thing about family that I admire. Real families stick together. Real families love one another. And it's like our little children's song today, which has a message which is so powerful. God made families. God made families yours and mine. We will love our family. We will love our family all the time. And then just in case you weren't listening or you needed to double dip, it says all the time again, just to remind you. Because sometimes it's easy to love our family and sometimes we need to re be reminded that God made our family. We need to love our family all the time, right? There are those moments. There's one statement about family that I like. It said, home is where you can go when you have no place else and they have to take you in. There's an identity with family, Jim, that means that you just always belong. And so it is with the family of God. Our biologic families may rise or fall to that standard. They may meet or not meet that standard of excellence. But I'm here to tell you today that the family of God, the real family of God, is a place where you always belong. Once you join that family, I will assure you that you're loved and accepted. Now, individuals may say dumb things. We're not all perfect. Individuals may neglect, some may hurt, some may harm. But I'm going to tell you that at the end of the day, the church and the bride of Christ is going to be perfected. And God intends for his family to demonstrate love to one another. Aren't you glad that you get to be a part of the family of God? We all have that opportunity. We all have that opportunity. Here's the thing. Some of us <laughs> might prefer a relationship with God and not necessarily have to have a relationship with one another. <laughs> Paul said in Romans 8 that we have a spirit of adoption. We get to be God's kids. John said to them that believe he gives power to become the sons and the daughters of God. That's awesome. But guess what? If you're God's daughter, Candace, and I'm God's son, that makes us brother and sister. So we got to get along because we are family. Welcome to the family. Jesus gave us a glimpse of what it means to be born again in John 3. He said that to be born again, we'll be born of water and of the Spirit. The baptism of water is meaningful in the New Testament. The Greek word baptizo means to immerse. It occurs 57 times in the New Testament, and it's the only word that's used to translate baptize. Literally, the word baptizo means to overwhelm. It means to cover completely 
and by extension, to make wet all over. Now, I challenge you to today, there's no way you can get in that water and not get wet all over. You're going to be completely immersed today because that's the word for baptism that we find in the New Testament. And we just try to do things around here uh, as much as we can according to the doctrine of the New Testament. Now, that word is derived from babto, which comes from the clothing dye industry. In my research for this message, I discovered that babto has to do with clothing dye, and it means to dye or stain a garment completely. This is why we baptize by immersion, because it stains the person all over. Think about it. We go into the baptismal waters carrying the stain and shame and guilt of our sins. But we come out of baptism stained all over with the blood and the righteousness of Jesus Christ. What an amazing exchange that we get to make. We walk in stained by sin, Jay, but we walk out stained by righteousness. And that's why we immerse, because we want to be completely covered in Christ. Wow. Jesus commanded baptism in the name, the divine name, as part of the process of salvation. We read the text where he encouraged his disciples. In fact, he commanded them to baptize in that name. And he, he states that those who believe and are baptized will be saved, Mark 16 and 16. Yet again, another reporter telling us about this final message that Jesus left with his apostles. He commanded his disciples to baptize in the name of the Father, Son, and Spirit. Again, None of those three are names. They are their titles. So what name did the disciples baptize in? What is the family name? Now, Brother Mullins has Mullins as a family name, and there's a couple more Mullins back there. And then uh, Janice got my family name. That's Jackson. There's a couple little people back there that's got Jackson. There's a bunch of kings and one queen on this row here. That's a different family name. But what is the family name that Jesus places on his Disciples. Again, he had prophesied that repentance and remission of sins would be preached in his name beginning at Jerusalem. And Peter stood up and told them what that name was. He said, I want you all to be baptized. In fact, he commanded them to be baptized in the name of Jesus. Now, the name caused a controversy. It was just a couple of chapters later you find that in Acts chapter 4, Peter and John were placed in prison for preaching in this name. It's one thing to say, I'm going to help you invest well. It's one thing to say, I'm going to do a family life seminar. It's one thing to say, I can help you get your gutters cleared out of leaves, or I can help you some way with your life. But when you bring the historical particularity of the incarnation to salvation, and you bring the name of Jesus to bear, a controversy arises. And it derives out of the statement of Matthew 28 and 18. Brother Young, Jesus had said, all power is in me. All power is in that name. And when you begin to proclaim the name of Jesus, something happens in the spiritual arena that is different than when you name any other name. Peter responded this way, and he said, you're telling us not to teach or to preach in this name. But the fact is, this lame man was healed in that name, and we are baptizing in that name. And in fact, Peter said in Acts 4, verse 12, he said, there is no other name given among men whereby we must 
be saved. It is an imperative that says we must be saved through the name of Jesus. I am so happy today because I can say you don't have to be black to be saved. You don't have to be Hispanic to be saved. You don't have to be Caucasian or male or female. You don't have to be young or old to be saved. But the door to salvation is open wide and Jesus has made it possible for any person on this planet to receive his glorious gospel because he died, he was buried, and he is now resurrected and seated on high in the place of authority in order that we may enjoy the family name. (laughs) Isn't that awesome? That's worth praising God for, that we know that name. If you say it in Hebrew, it's pronounced Yeshua. That's as close as I can come to pronounce it anyway. And that word Yeshua means to deliver or to rescue, or to save. This is why the Gospel writer said, you will call His name Jesus, the angel had announced, for He shall save His people from His sins. You will call His name Yeshua, salvation, for He shall save His people from His sins. No wonder Jesus said, I want you to baptize in the name. Because that name means salvation. When you guys go down the water in just a few moments when this sermon's concluded, you're going to go down in the name that's not just another name. It is the name of salvation. It is the name of deliverance. It is the name of rescue. It is the name where condemnation is removed and righteousness gets applied. It's the name where our sins go away and His goodness comes to us. It's the name that means that we don't have to carry around our past anymore, but we can leave the old way of living behind and we can move and rise and walk in newness of life. I'm here to tell you today, I didn't get here because of my religiosity. I didn't get here because of my worthiness. I don't stand before you today naming the name of Christ because of what I have done, but it is because the name of Jesus Christ has been applied to me that I got to be delivered, that I got to be saved, that I got to leave those things behind, and it's available for everyone under the sound of my voice. That very name of Jesus means salvation. Paul said the whole family in heaven and earth is named after Jesus Christ. The entire family in heaven and earth. Every person on this planet was designed by destiny to wear the name of Jesus. And every power that is in heaven is subject to that great and glorious name. Rest assured, friend, when he comes again, he won't be riding on the colt of a donkey. They won't carry him before a Roman judge and have him sentenced. No one will slap him or mock him when he returns. No one will place him between two thieves and rail upon him and claim that he's a rebellious son and that he deserves execution because when he returns, he will return in the power and the glory that is due unto his name. I'm not waiting until that day to bow my knee before him. I'm not waiting until that day to ask him to rule and to reign in my life But yet, friend, today, I'm joining the family of God and I want that name of Jesus proclaimed over me. I want that name of Jesus over my family. I want it over my home. I want it over our city. And I'm asking Him to put it over our world.
That's why Paul said, whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus. We pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. We bless our food in the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. We're going to bless some in about an hour. We preach in the name of Jesus. We sing and we worship in the name of Jesus. We reconcile those who are apart in the name of Jesus. And yes, we baptize in the name of Jesus. Why? Paul said that when we baptize in the name of Jesus, a new reality comes to bear. 2 Corinthians 5, he said, if any person is in Christ, he is a new creation. DNA changes, Jim, in the spirit world. It makes us different from the inside out. We don't act righteous in order to get righteous. Jesus makes us righteous in order that we can act like it. He transforms us from the inside out because we are a new creation. Repentance and water baptism identifies us with the death and burial of Jesus. Water baptism allows us, finally, to put on Christ. We get to be identified with Him spiritually. Galatians 3 and 27 says that when we are baptized, we put on Christ. Now, if you're going to be mean to Lisa, you got about eight minutes left to do it. If you're going to be rude to Kelly, you better get busy. Because in about 10 minutes, these guys are going to be walking around and they'll be wearing a Jesus suit because they're going to be totally immersed in the name of Jesus Christ. And they will put on Christ just like you put on clothing that cannot be taken off. They will be stained permanently with the name of Jesus. Remember that bapto word means to stain or dye? Just like you took red dye and put it all over them. They'll be wearing Christ as a supernatural garment. So if you abuse Kelly, you're abusing the name of Christ. If you are mean to Lisa, Jesus said, it's as if you did it unto me. Why? Because they're part of the family now. we got to treat them well because they're part of the family. I've used the illustration before. Here's my little card that allows me to legally drive in Tennessee. And it says, William... It says Clay, and it says Jackson. That's my full and legal name. But Willie, if you were to read my spiritual passport or my spiritual driver's license, it says William Clay Jackson Jesus. Because I've got a new name that's been added to my repertoire. And that new name is the best name of all. It's a better name than Clay. It's a better name than Jackson. Because it's a name that will never, ever leave me or forsake me. What a privilege to take on that family name, the name that all of heaven and earth is named after, the only saving name of Jesus. Aren't you thankful for that opportunity? I am. I know that because my family bears my name, I want to do what is for their good. Don't you think that once we're baptized into the name of Jesus and we bear His heavenly name, that all of His sovereignty, all of His goodness is at our disposal? I'm so glad I took that step. And friend, if you haven't, I encourage you to do so. Trust me, this is one family that you really want to belong to. Welcome to the family. And thank you for joining us today at Arlington United.